Coffee Quad Time. now for the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club. Welcome to the Wednesday Morning Coffee Club with Bill and Jenny Sparks, Dave and Chris Riekerd, Tim Oni, and the crew. Bill will be taking your phone calls and you will hear lots of conversation. We will have cooking tips, demonstrations of products, and much, much more. And you may reach us by calling 1-646-558-8656. You will need the meeting ID 848-725-450. And when you're asked for a user ID, just press pound. You may download Zoom from the Play Store or the App Store. And now, Well, a very, 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 very good morning to you. It's very cool here, but still going to be a good morning, at least wise, I think so. Hope everybody's doing fine. We'll be talking a lot back and forth today. We've got a very uh, useful demo coming up for you in the end of this hour, first part of next hour on some questions people have been asking about the Orbit Rider that might have gotten some for Christmas. So we'll be doing that and making it up as we go. We'll answer your questions and see exactly what's going on. Let's go to the panel. Uh, Let's start with Jenny downstairs. Good morning. It's raining out and cold here, but... I have found the neatest envelopes. I do a lot of shipping, and I have to steal a lot of envelopes, and I've tried the gum ones, and I hate licking the envelopes because I can never use one of those water sponges and get just the right amount of water on there without soaking my envelopes. And I tried the peel-off ones, but these I found by accident. They're called Easy Seal, and they look like they have 
rubber cement kind of on the on the flap and on the little part of the envelope where the flap would go down. And all you do is close it and run your hand across it, and it seals the envelope. How big are they? Pretty cool. They're a Cadillac. They're a Cadillac. They're a catalog size, Jeff. Oh, cool. So if you've got... No, they're like 9 by 12. Cadillac size. They're, they're catalog size. Yeah. So that's been your interesting find. And you kind of like those, right? Oh, I do. They're cool. And I'm sure they make them in other sizes, but but I just found them by accident because I ordered new envelopes and they were called Easy Seal. And I thought, well, maybe they'd be the ones that have the little tab that you pull off. I do think those come in other sizes, and they're nice to open, too, when you need to open them as a recipient. That's a nice thing now about um, Instacart. You can order from Staples. So if you don't want to order away, and you can do that. And that makes it really, 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 really nice. Well, let's shuffle on over to Altoona, Pennsylvania. And seeing well, what's going on. Alexa. We're good. It's cool here. And um, I they're talking about possibly freezing rain very early Friday morning and possibly early tomorrow morning. But it should melt fairly quickly. And I got, I don't really want any snow, but I got a rechargeable snow shovel I'd like to try out just once. Just once? Well... Go to Tam or my friend Perry in Des Moines. They got plenty of snow, so maybe you'll need to go there. But I'm sure it'll come back around for you. And Dave, is he all right? He's good. He's right here. So he's staying out of trouble. No, no, no. Oh, okay, good. It wouldn't be Dave if he's staying out of trouble. Or food. It's no fun to be out of trouble. Yeah, Yeah, I know all about that. Yeah. <laughs> Devin, I'm always good. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead, Bill. I just said Jeff and cards. Let's go to Jeff while we're... Well, first of all, we'll say good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, depending on where you're listening. Doing okay here in uh, beautiful Albany, New York. The snow is gone, but last week I think we got 22 inches of snow. That was no fun. But then again, I stayed in most of the time, so I didn't have to worry about it. But I'm not a big fan of snow, and that's why I'm living in Albany, right? So, and I didn't, but I heard the snowblowers in my neighborhood, and they were in, or the, in my complex, and they would just, and they, they had so much snow. The guys who do maintenance were telling me they just didn't know where to put it all after a, after a, after a point. So. We haven't had snow like this in a while, but it, it does come our way. So so we'll say good morning to everybody on the Coffee Club. All right, let's go to Tim in Minneapolis. Good morning. And uh, things are pretty good here. We uh, got about four inches of snow last night. So, uh, Chris, if you want to come out here and shovel for us. Uh, <laughs> no, I probably do that right after the coffee club here because i am not doing my regular show this week so he's a smart one taking taking time off nice vacation he's a smart one and i'm enjoying it too yeah you're the smart one are you doing Uh, anything special for your vacation jim uh tim i should say no not not too much um i'm kind of cleaning out my closets and things, getting rid of old clothes and stuff, something I haven't done for years. And it's get, gotten to the point now where I don't have room for things. And hello, kitty. 
don't know if you heard that or not, but <laughs> she's here bothering me. She has, um, I do, uh, oh, she just do, are you, are you guys hearing me? Yeah, we're hearing you. Okay, I don't know what happened there, but anyway, uh, I thought she stepped on my headphone cord and unplugged it. Hmm. <laughs> it seems to be okay. All right, anyway, um, she needs her claws clipped which I found out the hard way this morning. <laughs> she jumped in my lap. Is it the dog or the cat? The cat. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I do that every... I jumped in your lap. Yeah. Well, we'll get back to you, Tim. It looks like we've gotten everybody... Oh, Jr. on the immediate panel. Jr. <coughs> where are you? Hey, good morning to everybody on the panel, and good morning to everybody that, uh, into the Zoom room. It looks like we've got quite a few, so I'll keep my comments short. Had a good Christmas here. Um, my son got me an Apple TV, so I've been watching uh, the show The Dickinsons. Um, I recommend it for, I don't know, the beginning of the show was really good, and kind of excited, and the end of the this, this season kind of, I don't know, wasn't that great, so... Um, uh, I don't know, but it's you know it was a good show, and I'm I'm will be waiting for episode uh, section two or season two to come out um, and watch that because it'll be uh, interesting, I think. Um, so that's about it from here, and uh, certainly happy birthday to Jeff coming up. His birthday is I believe on the fourth, right? No, that's next week, the seventh. Next seven, seven, oh. seven, seven. How was I was thinking it was on the fourth. I don't know, but nobody can forget the seventh if it's Jeff's birthday. Bill, we lost the legend. We did. Yeah, <clears throat> we're doing music right now, and uh, I don't know. Good thing everything everybody's on Zoom. Yeah, <laughs> we we better find out what's going on here. Um, hold on, just a moment. And, uh, are we still playing oh, music? Right back. The stream seems to be working. We're playing. It's actually playing the automation instead of uh, us. Yeah, instead of us. But but the other the the other stream dropped for a while, so it might be its fault. I'm not sure. The, well, which stream is that? The live stream. I mean, the one with us on it. It was kind of flaky for a while. Now it seems to be no. It isn't. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it's gone again. So um, it's, it's oh, and now we're the, are we back? Uh, no, it's going on and off. <laughs> okay, we will. So, uh, I what the problem is I don't know what the problem is. I'm here in the green door right now, but that could be behind here. Let me yeah. check the IceCast server. Yeah, let me the go over here and check this gone other right now. Chris and Dave, you want to talk for a few minutes while I go check the other computer? Well, if we have time for the recipe, it's going to be blueberry muffins to die for. Ooh, that sounds good. I like blueberry muffins anyway. I do, too. Hmm. I'm hungry. Sometimes the grocery store here, you can get, they have them and they put the, the brown sugar and cinnamon on top. Like oh, the, yeah. Those are the best ones. I wish someone would make me a nice apple crisp. I, I love apple crisp. You know, while check we're waiting. In, check in your store bakery, Jeff. Sometimes here you can buy things like that, and yeah. they're pretty good. Yeah, I used to get that. And I don't, I'm not sure if it's the same thing, but when I went to boarding school, they used to call it Apple Brown Betty, and I think it's the same thing, actually. Very close. 
Yeah, you know, that. while we're waiting for, do we want to get through to some of these callers or some of these people on Zoom? Even though they're not going to be on the, even though they're not going to be on the legend, they'll be at least live on Zoom. Yeah, I have a, I have a feeling this might be an internet problem. <sighs> so because we, there's also someone in the waiting room that says that's iPod Touch. I'm not sure which person that is. I wish they would put their screen name in instead, but that's. I don't know who that is either. There we go. Live on Zoom. Oh, wow. Anyway, this is Joe in Albuquerque, 25 degrees. Nice temperature up to 40 and low to 25 tonight. We don't get that much snow here in Albuquerque, Jeff. So they in, in the mountains, they get it. But down here, no, this this is great. So thank you so much to be live on Zoom. All right. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Still like that audio. I think, uh, yeah. <clears throat> He, um, I, I think this is an internet problem. I, it's it's really flaky. I'm yep. not hearing anything, any audio coming out of my out of the IceCast server stream at all. No, right now it's not. No, it's coming off. But, but Bill it's also going. has his hand. Do right. I'll, 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 you want me to unmute him? I'll unmute him. Or yeah. I will. It didn't matter. Can you unmute yourself, Bill? Because uh, right now we're having some technical difficulties. You might as well might as well join yeah, the fray. Yeah, it's, it's all your fault that you got you brought that Chicago weather to Minnesota to Indianapolis. That's what happened, Bill. Right, right. Well, I had about three inches of snow yesterday afternoon, and it's not coming through my Google Dot, my Google. Yeah, my Google. We, we know it's, I, I'm right. listening on my Sonos, and yeah. it's not coming. And, well, let me ask right. you a question: anyway, Did you, did you get to listen to WGN today? And did did, did Orient Samuels do his last show today? No, tomorrow's his last show. Yeah, tomorrow. I, I think tomorrow's his last show, right? I I I I don't have. I have an interview that he did with Raleigh James. That's a good interview. That, covered, I, that covered pretty much his whole his career. Life. I heard I heard that one live when she I, actually did it. So. I have it. But I, and I also have his, his report on the assassination of, Je- of John F. Kennedy. Um, yeah, he, he, he was the first one to break that news on WGN. And I have that, and, and I don't have anything else. I'd like to get some of his old radio shows when he started at GM, but I don't have any. Uh, they, he, he, was, he was the MC of the National Barn Dance on WGN when, when they switched from WCFL. I didn't know Over that. Then. Yeah, he was the National Barn Dance, he did that. And they did a lot of remote farm shows. I don't know if you can they used to do them at noon. I don't know if you can they're on the... Uh, Anywhere it be found or not, but they used to do a noon show called um, I think it was called Noon on the Farm or something like that. Back when they first started, and they dropped you that would, night. You would think there'd be a lot of video audio of him on YouTube, but it's not. So I'll have to go to the WGN website and see what they have. Right. Well, there's a whole bunch of stuff of interviews on him on WGN <laughs> website, and also I got about 36 degrees here today, and had a good Christmas. I hope everybody did. Didn't do anything except my daughter. I was here. And that's about it. New Year's will be the same thing. It'll be your New Year's Day. What did your daughter get you for Christmas? Uh, well, one thing. Well, we've got before Christmas a um, snow, a new snow shovel, but I haven't used it yet. I thought I'd get a chance to use it, but it, it snowed yesterday afternoon with snowing, and then it turned warm and it rained and melted away. <laughs> and there you go. Are we back yet, Tim? No. No, I don't think so. You're actually you're playing. So. You're actually playing Christmas music now. Well, oh, that's oh. because oh, you're, you're, Bill, he's listening on the automation. I'm listening on the IceCast stream, and I'm not hearing anything. Yeah. You know, my Google just my Google just quit. Just totally quit. I had I rebooted. Hold on, I'm going to check my Winamp. Hold on a second, Bill. Check there. Uh, let me check there because I, I. I mean, you were back for like a second, then it dropped out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's nothing. Okay. Hearing. I'm hearing it on Winamp. It's an internet problem. And it's an internet because it just cut out. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you're going through Nashville. 
I don't think so. Yeah, it's that's having a bad a, it's, joke. There's a connection. That's a bad, joke, but, yeah, that's a bad joke, but I just had to get that in there. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. But it's still going. But you're hearing through yeah. Winamp, Jeff? I No, I did for a second, and then, then it dropped, and it lost the connection. Okay. Yeah, yeah, my, my, like, Google, my, Google, my Google came back on, but I uh, I got it back on. It's just playing music. Buffer zero percent. Yeah, that's what you're having the same problem too, right, Tim? Yep. Okay, I'm going to do phase two. You guys, we'll keep talking, Bill. It looks like uh, Mickey Quincer has a hand raised. Oh, oh, hold on. It says HTTP 404. It's a 404 error, which means there's no connection to the server. So, what could it be on Bob's end and the Icecast end? Maybe. Could be. (laughs) Could be. Uh, Mickey, did you have a question? Well, I just know I don't really have a question. I just wanted to say uh, congratulations for the new format change. And, uh, you know, I'm glad to see that you guys are working on things. And I just want to say Happy New Year to everybody. And and that's about it. Oh, okay. Just, and Mickey, can I make a, a suggestion? Just when you when you get a chance on your Zoom, on your iPod Touch, put your, put your name in there because it just says iPod Touch. So we didn't know who you were. Oh, uh, the other thing is, Mickey... Um, the, that's somebody else. That's, that somebody else. that's not Mickey. Uh, Mickey, phase two of that change is coming this weekend. So there's going to be a serious upgrade even to that. So stay tuned. If we can get the Internet working, we'll have it back. So I just wanted to answer your question while you were here. All right, Jeff, you keep on talking. I'm going to hit All the right. I'm going to hit the router reset, but it shouldn't affect you guys. I may be gone as a host for a few minutes, but I will be back. All right. Do, do we want to find out who the iPod Touch is? That's uh, yes. Pierre. I'd like to find out who that is. Can That's you, I'm, Pierre. I'm... Yeah, the iPod Touch. Oh, touch Pierre. Oh, it's Pierre. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's supposed to be 75 here today. Wow. Send it this way. And Sharon Bishop has her hand raised. Let me get to her now. Yeah, we'll talk to her. Go ahead and talk to her. Go ahead from Fort Worth, Texas. We finally got you, we finally got it right, Sharon. Just unmute yourself. There you go, Sharon. Hey. Right now. Uh, good morning to everybody. Um, I, uh, I know the coffee club was on the stream. I mean, the theme was playing, and I thought, oh, I forgot to log into Zoom. <laughs> but um hope everybody's doing good. We're doing good here. Um, had a um, couple of people come down with COVID, but not... A- you don't like mashed wow. potatoes? Well, if they really doctor with my garlic... As Dave's dad used to say, you need your tongue screwed. Wow. <laughs> That's what he always said when somebody said they didn't like something that he liked. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I really wish, and I really blame myself, because when I went to school, I didn't get home economics, because if you were a guy back then, you, you didn't have to take it. That's true. Our guys had to take it. Well, what happened was uh, they were building our home ec house, and we couldn't take home ec for a semester, so we took 
shop. And so when we were getting ready to be seniors, we said, you know, we took a semester of shop and we're really pretty glad we did. So why don't the guys have to take a semester of home ec? Well, they didn't want to take home ec, so they changed the name of the class for them. But they, it was the same thing. Well, I went to home ec at one of the schools for the blind. And I said, today we're going to learn how to toast and butter an English muffin. I had been doing that for years before the, she was teaching this course. And oh, I, we didn't do all that stuff. Oh, God, it was we're back on the legend. You're back on, I think we're back up. So far. All right. How do we lose Zoom? Did we just lose Zoom? No. Uh-oh. No. Oh, all right. Yeah, we did. The on legend's the, the, gone the legend. again. It's down again. There's a problem Uh-oh. somewhere. <laughs> just got quiet. I was like, where did oh, everybody go? Oh, it's, it's back again. Yep. I don't know. <laughs> it's in and out and in and out. Yeah. Like Mama's squeeze box. Have to get that song, remember, uh, or, or that song about your love is like a far off radio station. <laughs> that it was a country song, fading in, fading out, then you're gone. I like the squeeze box better by the movie. <clears throat> yeah, we used to play that when I was at WJPZ in Syracuse, and it was one of those things. But if it was a number one song, we would play it once an hour. I got sick of it after a while, but that's what we, we still had. play it once in a while. I'll mix I it up Monday. I played it once in a while. Oh, I keep trying to get through and. There we go. We have another raised hand. Um, again? He put it down. Oh, he put it I down. I think okay. he was going to say we were back, because oh, he put okay. it down. Yep, you're back. Yeah. All right, let's see if we can get this back on track now. Have we heard from Sharon and... <laughs> Um, Beth and some of the other people we yes we hear from everybody okay. that ha- that raised their hand we've talked to okay then we're good all right any update on Gail while I was gone no no because nobody raised their hands yet oh, oh, oh. yeah so okay I think we got Beth with a raised hand in the microwave yeah, yeah. all right oh god we got hands raised Sorry, all over the place that. here that goes in recycling oh, oh. and she's got her hand ready. We got a hand from Beth Mollen, Moline. Let's talk to Beth. I can get a gallop update. Am I unmuted now? Yes, you are. Yes, go ahead, Beth. Great. Good morning. And yeah, I've been talking to Gail the last couple of days, and yesterday I finally was able to three-way with her with a company that was sells the of the Prodigy Voice uh, glucose meter and the the whole kit for that, and I, I was kind of instructing her on what things that she could get where the diabetes is concerned. Oh, I'm hearing some static, but I'm not sure what that's Don't all worry about it. Just, just continue. Okay, about. I'm trying. I mean, I was just having a hard time concentrating for a second. But, no, she she sounds good, and she sounds like she's definitely anxious to get out of that nursing home and get back to Sock Rapids so that she can she really wants to get to listen to you guys and call in more, too. I, I know she does. Well, that's good. That's good. Are you doing okay, Beth? Uh, so far, I am. I, I hope this is all right to say, but we just lost a longtime friend, a member of the NFB of Minnesota a couple nights ago, and I'm feeling kind of bad about that right now. But otherwise, I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm doing all right. Was it COVID-related? <laughs> so, no. As far as I know, no. Uh, it was Joyce Scanlon. Yeah, it was heart failure, wasn't it, heart Tim? Heart failure, yeah. yeah. That's what oh. said, so. 
I well, hope I'm not out of place mentioning that. No, but I no, just no, figured, that's oh, what, good, that's because what I thought about for. that, and I was thinking, well, I better pray that I don't cry on the air. <laughs> I haven't so far, but I know there's always a first time. <laughs> well, but, start yeah. looking forward for your check, your stimulus check. They started oh, yeah. depositing those in the bank this morning. Okay. So, I'll have to call about that a little bit later. I can call it. The the 24-7 call, whatever it's called, to check it out, check my account out and see if it, it's come through. But well, I'm, I, I had such a great Christmas Eve last Thursday. When I played Christmas bingo with a bunch of people here at the sanctuary. And then afterwards, I went to my sister and brother-in-law's place. And at one point, I was working on my Braille note for a little bit. And then my sister asked me if I could put it down, and I did. And then they, they set a great big box in front of me. I got one of the biggest care packages, I tell you. <laughs> what, what, what was in it? Well, there's there's some coffee creamers and some uh, a six-pack of Diet Pepsi, a two-liter bottle of Diet Pepsi, um, some Charmin rolls, the big rolls that I like to use. And uh, I know that there were several things also. She said that she was putting money in my account that I could order maybe once or twice a month from I could order out someplace and so that that would be that's always kind of nice I know that there's there's other things that I can't seem to remember that were in oh yeah they, they gave me some chocolates some Hershey's pot of gold I don't recall having that before but I'm sure it's really good though because believe me me and chocolate I actually have it in my refrigerator I haven't even opened the box yet <laughs> Very, very good. I would like to hear positive stories on Christmas. Very mm-hmm. good. Beautiful. Okay, we have two more hands raised. Okay, but thank you, Beth. Scott Edwards is out in Phoenix, Arizona. Can you unmute yourself, please? Uh, yes, hi. I'm, uh, I'm here. Uh, I hate to say this. I missed the announcement about the changes coming. I wonder if I can just get a condensed version of it. Oh, I'll give that to you. Oh, my. I mean, Scott, I just crushed, 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 crushed because you couldn't get up at midnight or 9 o'clock or 10 o'clock your time. I'm just kidding you. We um, have switched to a format of classic country overnights from 10 to like 7 a.m. And on the weekends, all classic country when people do not do their live shows. Now, we're we're revising that as we go. We're we're tweaking our format a little bit and doing some other things, but that basically is what the change was. And it was spurred because we were not getting listeners to our oldies and fifties and sixties. That wasn't working. So that's why the change. Scott, did you have a good holiday? Yeah, pretty good. Uh Spent it with my sister and her family, and got me a fifty dollar gift uh, iTunes gift card from my nephew. And uh, I was going to say, about all I got Christmas, but we had plenty of plenty of food: turkey, uh, ham, dressing, different kinds of pie, cheesecake. Any new technology besides? Are you? I'm waiting. I'm waiting for APH to bring to get more Mantis Q4Ps in, so I can order one. Oh. I've been checking their website every business day to see if whenever it come, whenever they more of them come in stock. So you want to go them? You want to go that one so you can 
type in regular, just like you would a typewriter. Well, yeah, pretty much that. You know, because I have because a lot of my documents are text files anyway, TXT, and um, also because it you know it, it has um, the on you know the onboard uh, utilities like you know the note taker, basic note taker, and book reader. Things like that. Aren't they also coming out with another one too, Scott? Another Mantis? Yeah, or I another. forgot what it's called, but it, maybe it's only a twenty cell. That's supposed well, yeah, to. Yeah, they've got. I the, think that's the, the twenty cell. Called the, that's called the Chameleon, and it just got a. I think it's just got a regular Perkins style keyboard. But know, it's it, a twenty it, cell. It is audio though, students, right? Students. Well, no, that I didn't know, but maybe it's might. Yeah. I think it's mainly. I think they're gearing it for students. Sorry, is their main target yeah. customer base for that one? Well, we're going to do a segment in a little bit here about the Orbit Rider. So, oh yeah, a lot of people have those, or getting those, and they want to know how to use them. So, we've got some information about that, but. We'll be talking more and more and more. We we did have a demo of the Mantis right here on the Coffee Club, so um, that was quite interesting, and th- that is quite a breakthrough for Braille displays. Yeah, and I heard Jonathan Mosen's review of it. I really like that. Yeah, his 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 podcast Mosen at Large is excellent. Yep. Yep. Excellent, excellent, excellent. So. But it's good to hear you on here. But I do love Jonathan's podcast. I listen every week. It's been off for a few weeks, but it'll be back. And so... January 23rd. Oh. And and we will be talking about other people's podcasts on here, too. I know there's a new one from the guys called the Blind Tech Guys. And they talk a little Android. They talk uh, iOS and anything Windows and... So if you're in that kind of stuff and new gadgets and new programs, and um, we'll be talking about that one, too. So we have more hands, I guess. Thank you, Scott. That was good. Thank you, Scott. All right. All right. Sharon Bishop, can you unmute yourself, please? Okay. Um, <clears throat> I was going to say that's a really nice thing that Beth got for Christmas. That's really cool. Um, and I'm trying to remember the other thing. Um, I think the chameleon is going to be one of the um, book reader things that the library is going to eventually distribute. It's going to be a scaled down version where you, you can't, I don't think you can do any editing of you know or take your own notes and stuff but that's what i heard one time on on uh uh the show that comes on monday night that uh out of the pat price tech talk training room or something like that oh, the <laughs> i can't tech- get my yeah. words right and uh i wanted to say gary and fran you need to give me a call or i'll call you um and um I think that's all I had to say. There was something else I was going to comment on, but I don't remember what it was. Well, if you do, you'll think of it and call us back. Yep. <laughs> That'll right, work. You, and thank you, Sharon. Anybody? No, that's it so far, but we'll probably uh, get some more hand raised before. iPod uh, Touch. Okay, Pierre. 
Yeah, I had I had iPod. Go ahead. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Pierre, I mean. Yeah, like I said, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be seventy five here today, but uh, but uh, uh, I like to. Uh, I noticed yesterday that Zoom had an update, and uh, I like what they did because uh, I was having a hard time. I was having a hard time um, trying to figure it out, but they fixed it now, and it's great. Hey, that's good. What, what did they update? Well, well, what it was, uh, like when I would try to go on the coffee club or whatever, the only way I could raise my hand was go down the entire list of participants, and right at the end of participants was raise your hand. Well, now they've switched it to where you just go to more, and the first thing you get to is raise your hand. So it, it's a big, big improvement. And, okay, is, uh, that on, is that on the iPhone? The uh, on the iPod. On the iPod. Yeah, that's okay. been that's been around for a while now, uh, uh, Jr. But but they uh, but but they changed it now, so it's great. But uh, we had the COVID strike here in Louisiana last night. Uh, uh, our uh, U.S. Senator uh, elect died of the COVID. He he never went to Washington and got sworn in. My question: Forty-one years old, Pierre. Huh? He was forty-one years old. Yeah, right. Wow, was he a Republican or Democrat? He was a Republican. He probably went to one of the parties. Yeah, the uh, I noticed that guy from Massachusetts, uh, the head of the Republican Party in Massachusetts. He got the COVID, but he said he got that. At the uh, at the Hanukkah party at the White House, where they were wearing no mask, he said, "Now I wish I would have listened." I said, yeah, "It was too too late now." <laughs> too late now. It's too bad about the senator, right? Uh, and I guess the governor will report uh, appoint another Republican to. Uh, I don't understand why anybody would go without masks to a party with two hundred and fifty people. Pierre, did they say if he had any underlying conditions, just out of curiosity? No. No. Wow. Wow. I'm just telling you. I'm just saying, folks, a mask. Mask up. If you don't do it for yourself, do it for one of your relatives. Well, if y'all, if y'all would have heard the story yesterday, the guy that uh, that runs, um, um, or oh, what is it, uh, uh, Livewire, if y'all would have heard his story of, of his bout with the uh, COVID, uh, y'all would wear a mask every chance you get. He oh, we always do. He said that's the awfulest thing he's ever been through in his entire life. He said for two weeks he wanted to die. And he's lucky that he got over it in two weeks because there are people right. who have gotten it who don't well, get over it and, you know. Yeah, but what he said was he was in the hospital for two weeks, and then he, he's been out of the hospital for 28 days, and he's still not back to normal. Amazing. Jenny's aunt got it in the hospital, and she was on life support for a couple of days, and we think they might have taken her off yesterday, but they don't know. So it's, I'm telling you. Take that shot when you can get it, or be sure to keep masking up for whatever when you go out. I'm thinking about having people that come in our home and work for them to be masked up, or they don't come exactly. in. Exactly. My cleaning lady comes to my house, and she and, and she wears a mask. I don't tell her to, but she does anyway. So that I can tell you. Um, look, at, look at Happy Lisa. It was just her, her mother, and, and her friend Terry. 
and they thought they were all three safe, and look what happened. Yeah. Is there an update on her? Yeah, she passed away. Yeah, she passed away. We talked about it last week on The Legend. Um, yeah. and- well, last week I didn't know she passed away. I know she was in, yeah, she passed in away. horrible shape, but that's whatever. It's not a good thing. No. No, we got uh, Gary with the raised hand. Yeah, talking about people wearing masks in your house. It's, we've always done that. People who come through here pretty much wear masks. And whenever I go to anybody's house, I'm wearing a mask, too. So that's the way it is. Uh, Tim, are we down again? we do it. We could be down again. I don't know. I think we're down again. I'm going to check the I'm checking the feed here. Hold on. It seems to be. We're down again. Open legend all these. Oops. Well, no, it went down. It's back again, sort of. No, and then it just, it, it's real. No, it's real. No, it's happening. Icky. It's buffering zero. It, it, it plays the last little bit, Tim, and it just buffered back down again. Yep. And I don't know if it's from this end. Play Legend Oldies Radio. Yeah. I have a feeling it's, um, let's see what the, whoops. We're playing music. Yeah, I figured that. I'm not hearing music. But let me just check this again. On the main server. On the main. Music. Yeah, yeah, I know. Born to be with you by the... Maybe um, Live 365 is having fun. That's right. I'm kind of wondering if it isn't their problem. I don't know. Uh-huh. That's okay, weird. I'm, I'm playing your IceCast stream and I'm getting nothing. No, but on the main server, it's it's probably the cloud. It's probably Oh, not. yeah, from Live 365 or from the yep. uh, D- Live mm-hmm. DJ. Yeah, live DJ, yeah. It okay, sounds like it way. might be. Let me run one more test here and see if we're having a problem. Um, and we'll give it a another good. You know, while we're doing that, do we have time for recipe? Well, no one's going to hear it. Well, the, we will. We're on Zoom. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> Hello? Oh, this for you want Laura? It's it's for you, yeah. That's you. She baked cookies like crazy. She's got, we've got something. There she is. I thought it was Laura with the laughing face. Oh, no, that's Nancy with the laughing face. I'm sorry, that's a Frank Sinatra tune. He made one that's double, double chocolate. chocolate well, I can, I mean, I have the recipe if you want it now. <laughs> well, you might as well. Okay. This is called blueberry muffins to die for. Two cups of all-purpose flour, three ta- or teaspoons of baking powder, one half teaspoon of salt, three-fourths cup of granulated sugar, one egg, one cup of milk, one quarter cup of vegetable oil, and one cup of blueberries. And if you want to, you can mix maybe a quarter cup of brown sugar and a teaspoon of cinnamon and reserve that to sprinkle on top of all your muffins. Anyway, you preheat the oven to 350 or 400 rather 400 
and you line your muffin cups with paper, muffin papers. In a large bowl, stir together flour, sugar, baking powder, and salt. Make a well in the center. In a medium bowl, mix egg, milk, and oil. Pour that all at once into the well in your dry ingredients. Mix quickly but lightly with a fork. It will be lumpy, but as the old saying goes, too much mixing toughens muffins. Anyway, then you add your blueberries, and I always freeze mine because they mix in and they don't crush. Pour that into your muffin papers and bake for about 25 minutes. And the toothpick test should be accurate. And if you mix your brown sugar and cinnamon together for the tops, you put that on right after you get them into the papers and before you put them in the oven. Just sprinkle a little bit of it over each muffin. Hmm. And now we're back. Yeah. You're back, and I, I see what the problem is here. I can't say it's a problem, but it seems we're having trouble with upload speed. Uh, we're now up to seven. We were down to two. Um, but it should still run the show, but we seem to be having problems with upload speed, so it could be a Comcast issue. Yeah, uh, that, 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 yep. that's certainly going to cause the problem. Uh, it seems to be, that seems to be the problem. Because, you know, speaking of Comcast, I got a call from them last night and said, before missing one piece of equipment you turned in, you stole it. You stole it. <laughs> and I said, wait a minute. I didn't steal anything. We brought back what you told us to bring back, and I've got the receipt here for it. You stole it. And I said, I'm glad this call is being recorded because I'm going to report you. Um, and that wasn't the way to get anything back by telling somebody they stole it. But you never know who those people they got hired to no. do that. I, got a, Philippines. I was going to say, I got a call that said it was from Comcast saying they could lower my bill by 40% if I would, um, well, first they wanted my address and my name and all that <laughs> stuff. And I thought, well, you guys should have all that. That's a spam call, and maybe. So uh, I just said, uh, I finally hung up on them and... Uh, called Comcast, and they said, no, we don't have any such promotion, <laughs> which I figured. But. Well, yeah, and maybe this guy wasn't from Comcast. I don't know, but... I got a call last week from some guy who says, um, I'm calling from... I don't know, but I could tell he was in a, in a call center. And we have a legal proceeding against you, and we're going to be taking you to court. I said, for what? I didn't say... I didn't even answer the guy. I just let him talk, and I just hung up on him. Because I figure if there's, a legal, if there's legal problems for me, they're not going to call me on the phone. They're going to send me mail. Um, people from Comcast have been calling us off and on for a while and we've turned in everything that we yeah. know of they wanted oh our plug speed is perfect now so we should be on do, do we have any more questions before we run? Because we've had a lot of people ask about the Orbit Rider. Well, I know this Bill. Bill has his hand raised. Do you want to take care of that or do you want sure. to do the demo first? Okay. Can, can you unmute yourself, Bill, please? There you go, Bill. Yeah, real quick. 
about those phone calls you guys are getting. I get them, too, and I don't have Comcast. The one way to really stop them is say, I'm busy now. Give me your phone number. I'll call you back. Oh, that's They'll never give you a phone number. And if you even do redial, it always goes back to a non-working number. What's even funnier, Bill, is I got one of those same phone calls, and when I when, when the caller ID came up, it was my own phone number. <laughs> oh, yeah, they'll do that, too. Oh, they figure that out, too. Or, or, they'll, or they'll find out a number that is a friend. Yeah. Them. Sometimes they get friends' phone numbers or, or a name. I had one come across today, a friend of mine, and when I picked up the phone, it was one of those spam call things. And I called my friend and told him, and they said, well, they're going to get in touch with the phone company and see if they can't figure out what they can do about it because they were using a friend's name. As you a know, the, ID. the interesting thing about this is the FCC's got a way to stop this, but they don't know if it's legit. Stop it. Right. There's some, some, there's something about that, and it's like it's ridiculous because. Well, these spam calls are not going to go away because as quickly as they find technology to thwart nope. them, they, they they keep developing more technology to get around it. So, oh, and yeah, we have right. one more hand raised from Ellen, uh, Ellen, Joe, and Ellen. Yeah, good morning. Um, we talk about calls like that. We got one of those where it was from, they said it was from PNM, but it actually wasn't. And to make a really long story short, they were they were saying that they were going to cut off our electricity. Well, that didn't actually happen. And so what I did, actually Joe did it. He called the, the PNM number and... Uh, Basically, we got it, you know, it turned out to be a spam call, but that's just the short of it. Let me give you a little trick. An answering machine does wonders uh, because they never want to leave messages on your answering machine. And I, I, and if I don't know the phone number, I don't know who it's from. I just screen the call and I don't, I don't answer it at all. That's the best way to get rid of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. But... I don't know. I had one leave a message last night about how my wages were going to be garnished. Oh, stuff. that was that was me, Chris. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that to you, Chris. <laughs> I've gotten didn't one. Didn't sound a big. bit like you, Jeff. I didn't think so. It was some woman. I got the other day about my um, social security number being compromised, and there was a number I could call if I had questions about if they were going to deactivate it or something. That's another phishing scam. Yep. And don't don't ever call the number back because it, it, it's only going to give you more trouble. It's funny watching some of the YouTube videos about those. Uh, where they actually get people to actually call those people back and, you know, do different things to call them out, so to speak. Uh, some of those videos are kind of fun, though, if you can find them on YouTube. I just feel sorry for all the old, the senior citizens that get those calls, and they're so used to answering yeah. to authority that they don't think that it might not be legitimate. I don't even answer my house phone usually anymore. You don't even answer your iPhone when I call it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I do. I know you do. All right, Bill, we're caught up here. We caught up. I thought I saw a call. For, I thought I saw a hand from Beth again. Nope, there's no hands. We're just checking it right now. Nope, no hands. Okay. All right, well, we'll play this. Oh, we got Sharon with a raised hand. Sharon, go ahead. Unmute yourself, please. Okay, I raised it while ago, and somebody lowered it, but that's okay. Um, I was going to say I'm sorry to hear about Joyce Scanlon. I remember when I used to be in NFB, um, uh, the first convention I think I went to, I went up to her room with a friend, and I got to meet her. Um, And also, I wanted to know the name of the song that y'all were talking about you said earlier was a country song um, I'd never heard of. 
y'all were talking about two songs, and I can't remember what it was. Um, um, it was when we were talking about In and Out. I don't know yeah. the name of the country yeah, song. Yeah, you're talking about Squeeze Box and, and another country song. Yeah, I can't think of the name of that song. Oh, okay. I, I know um, it. The, the chorus goes, your love is like a bar off radio station. And, oh, okay. Uh, oh, you know, yeah. Fading in, fading out, then you're gone. Is the, yeah. The oh, okay. So Google search I'm gonna, it. I'm going to look for it. And yeah, also, yeah. Um, the other day I got a call um, that said um, they were from Publishers Clearinghouse, and I had won the $5,000 weekly thing, and I was kind of like, yeah, okay, what do I need to do? And um, I, pu- I pushed record on my stream to take down the information they were going to give me. And he goes, why are you recording me and hung up? Because <laughs> then you weren't going to win. Because it was, a, it was phony. Because what they were going to tell you to do is they wanted to get your credit card number information so they could sell you magazines. I know. Yeah, I know. But that was I thought that was funny because I like to sometimes if I'm in the mood, I'll play with them a little bit. <laughs> I never yeah. play with them. I don't have any patience for it. And if I, if, if I know it's a telemarketer, and you can always tell when it's a call center because if, if you get the call and there's a pause and you don't hear any audio and it connects in, you can hear all these people in the background. I just hang up. Oh, yeah, phone. yeah. Yeah, and you usually hear that little <laughs> like that. Beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So thank you, Sharon. Go. Well, okay. I guess we're, if, if Gary and Fran are still on here, um, we will play these this demo and I'm going to quickly say happy new year to everybody because I'm not sure if I'm going to make it for the end of this but I have some chores to do and I need to get those done well go change I'm going to wish, I'm gonna wish everybody a happy new year go change your cat box okay <laughs> uh, all right all right me too I uh, wish everyone a happy new year and I mean listening on the legend and guys listen Amazing. to all things radio tomorrow night New Year's Eve we're going to be playing something from NBC radio when when they used to do the New Year's Eve big band parade, it's going to be the New Year's Eve, the ball drop from Times Square from 1972. And then we go into 1973 with Glenn Miller and his orchestra with Buddy DeFranco. And listen on the legend, especially this weekend, you can overnight. But we will have the very best, the top 50 years, I mean, 50 years of country music. So I think you might like it. I hope. I hope, I hope, I hope, I hope. Anyway, and we'll come back for a few questions after this. Uh, Gary and Fran, are they still in the meeting? They are. Okay, here we go. Hi, and welcome to this introduction to the Orbit Writer smartphone and desktop companion braille input keyboard otherwise just referred to as the orbit writer and in this demo i'm going to take you through quite a lot of things to do with the orbit writer keep in mind this is just an intro demo and i'm only going to demonstrate it with the iphone in this demo but i will do other demos on android the mac and windows as well so what I'm first going to start off with is giving you some identification information and then we'll get into what's in the box, features, etc, etc. Alright, so let's kick off. So product name is the Orbit Writer. Manufacturer is Orbit Research. The website for more information, of course, is www.orbit.com. 
If you'd like to email Orbit Research for more information, the email address is quite simple. It's just information at orbitresearch.com. That's information at orbitresearch.com. A brief product description of the actual unit is a Perkins-style Braille input keyboard. So six Braille keys plus a space bar and then dot seven and eight to the left and right of the space bar. A cursor pad, so up, down, left and right with a select key in the middle. At the front edge of the unit, you've just got a spot for a lanyard to connect to. On the left-hand side, you've got a USB port, of course, to charge and or update the actual firmware in the Orbit Rider. And it does have haptic feedback for settings and standard operations with either your iOS, Mac and other devices. And finally, of course, the Orbit Rider supports up to five Bluetooth devices and one USB device. And with the haptic feedback, you can change that strength. You can change the timeout of the keyboard. And you can also check your battery strength on the unit as well. So it's actually quite a flexible little unit. Just on a tip for people that have already got the Orbit Reader 20, which is the 20-cell Braille display note taker from Orbit Research. If you know the layout of that keyboard, then you know the layout of the Orbit Rider. So at the top face towards the back, you've got six Braille keys one, two, three on the left, four, five, six on the right. And then just below dot one and dot four, you have the cursor pad with triangular shaped buttons in a circle, which are up down left and right and each edge of those cursor buttons have a tactile marker on them and then you've got a raise select key in the middle and then below the cursor pad right in the middle you've got the space bar or a space bar and then to the left of that you've got dot seven and to the right of that you've got dot eight and then as i just previously said you've also got at the front edge of the unit a hole that you or two holes actually that you can thread a lanyard through to attach to a neck strap to wear it around your neck and then on the left hand side round about in the middle probably slightly towards the back of the unit you've got a micro usb port of course to charge as i said and or update the firmware in the orbit rider itself if i turn it upside down i've got four rubber feet one at each corner and that's basically it it's extremely light this thing when you just hold it in your hand just to reaffirm this is a braille input keyboard it's not a unit with a refreshable braille display it's purely for keyboard entry of braille input the documentation for the orbit writer is extremely well written i know i had hamish mckenzie on my talking tech radio program as i go to air this week on this podcast i uh, talked about how well he found the uh, documentation and it is very well written you can find almost anything you like particularly because the documentation not only comes in html form which is what I use all the time. It also comes in a doc format, BRF and a PDF file. But uh, yeah, the HTML version is absolutely brilliant, of course, because it's got all headings arranged so you can quickly jump through things by navigating by heading. And that's available on the Orbit Rider page via the orbitresearch.com website. But uh, I'll put the direct link in the show notes for that documentation part of the website. But again, extremely well written now i did mention before that the orbit rider is extremely light so here are the dimensions 
It's 16 centimetres by 6.5 centimetres and 0.8 centimetres. And so it's actually quite a thin keyboard and the Orbit Rider quite easily fits in your pocket, a purse and so on. What I'd also advise you to get, and I'll mention this again at the end of the podcast, but you can also get a carrying case for the Orbit Writer, uh, whether a standard one or a lever, just to protect the keys and the port, on the, as in the USB micro USB port. Because I don't know, at the moment it feels quite rugged, um, but when you keep shoving stuff, particularly in your pocket or your purse or your bag, you do have sort of movable keys that could get, you know, pushed a little bit. So if you're going to be using this a lot, which is what I've done already, then I would suggest you get a case with the actual Orbit Rider as well. Oh, sorry, and I forgot to give you the weight, didn't I? I just said it was extremely light. The weight of the Orbit Rider is actually 90 grams, of course, quite light. All right, in the physical box of the Orbit Rider, you, of course, get the Orbit Rider itself. You get a micro USB cable. You don't get an adapter with that, just a micro USB cable. And you also get a getting started guide in print and braille. And what it basically really says is to get to the documentation, go to the orbitresearch.com website and read the documentation, of course, in your preferred format. So overall, let me go through some of the main features that you'll get out of the Orbit Rider. Now, I've mentioned these sort of briefly in a way already, but we'll just go through them again. Works with smartphones and computers out of the box. Lightweight and compact design to fit in the pocket or purse. Quiet operation with positive tactile feedback, i.e. when you press the buttons, i.e. the cursor pad or the braille input key buttons, including the spacebar. Perkins-style keyboard with cursor pad. Replaces need to use touchscreen on mobile devices, i.e. iPhone, Android, Samsung, and of course even your desktop operating systems, such as a Windows Surface Pro. Fast charging, less than two hours, and operation up to three days of use on a single battery charge, which is extremely handy. You can check the battery strength on the go whenever you like to. Supports up to five Bluetooth and one USB device. And I should say here that you can switch those devices in between screen reader mode, which is what the default is, and what's called HID or human interface device mode, which is basically using the Orbit Writer as if it was a standard input keyboard into whatever device you're using, mobile or desktop. But by default, it's acting in conjunction with a screen reader, i.e. voiceover, talkback, voice assistant, and, you know, with talkback and voice assistance it's via the braille tty and then of course the functionality with voiceover nvda jaws and supernova is also available including narrator as well of course you can adjust the strength of the haptic feedback you get for both settings and operational features which is quite good particularly if you're on a recording and you don't want the sound of the orbit riders feedback coming through the microphone that's quite handy you can adjust the auto shutdown time, which again is extremely handy. So you can again extend the length of the usage without having to recharge the unit. 
as I've already said, there's an attachment point for a lanyard at the front to hang it around your neck on, funny enough, a lanyard and support for all languages on phone or tablets. Let me move on to battery and charging. So as I've already said, you've got three days of operation on a single charge. Fully charges under two hours. You can charge off a standard USB adapter. I've got PowerPoints here in the toy room slash lab, otherwise really called the toy room. Uh, so I've got wall sockets with USB ports in them. Or you can charge off a computer, whether it's a Mac or Windows computer course or another machine with a usb port and of course when it's on a windows computer that's what you also use to update the firmware in the orbit writer which i'll do in another demo podcast let's start to play with this thing as we keep talking now so let me just grab my orbit writer here i'm just going to show what it sounds like when you turn the unit on so i'm going to press up and down together on the cursor pad so one mississippi okay now it's on and then i'm going to hold up and down again and now it's off. Okay, so it's one vibration for on and a long vibration for like, let me just do it again. I'm holding down, up and down, and released. So now the unit's on, and if I hold up and down again, and release, now the unit's off. And I'll get on to this in a minute, but if I had this plugged into power, when the unit turns off, rather than giving me that long vibration, it'll give me notifications of the current battery strength, which I can also check for you in a minute. But that's also available when you turn the unit off rather than having to give a command to check the battery strength. You can actually use the Orbit Rider while it is charging. So if I've got it plugged into your USB charging unit, I can actually have it and I can actually use it at the same time, which is fantastic. When the unit gets down to 20% charge, it gives three short pulses every three minutes to remind you that you actually need to plug it into charge. And when it gets down to critical, it'll automatically shut down. So it'll do the one short vibration when you turn it on and then wait. No, no battery available here and turn itself off automatically so you really do need to charge it when it starts getting down to that 20 percent three pulses every three minutes then you really do need to just plug it in to charge it okay so to confirm battery charge let me turn my unit back on so up and down together and release so short pulse i'm going to press the space key and hold down the up arrow key until it vibrates and I've got three vibrations, which tells me that the unit's between 40 and 60%. So these pulses, we'll start from number one. So one short pulse is if battery's between 0 and 20%. Two short pulses if battery's between 20 and 40%. Three short pulses, I've just said, if battery's between 40 and 60%. Four short pulses if battery's between 60 and 80%. And then a long pulse if battery's greater than 80%, but between 80% and 100%, that's a long vibration. So if I turn the unit off with up and down, and I've just released it, we got a long pulse. All right, so if I grab the power that I've got plugged into my Mac at the moment, USB, micro USB cable, plug it into my orbit rider. Okay, so you just had the vibration, so it's basically getting power into the unit. Now, by the way, even though it's vibrated, I should mention this, even though it's vibrated, the unit's actually not on. It's just telling me that it's getting power to the unit. Okay, so now if I pull the power out, I should get three pulses or maybe even four if it's gone between 60 and 80%. So let me pull the power out on the side. Yep, four pulses. So it's moved from 40 to 60% with three pulses to between 60 and 80%. So if I plug the power back in again, Okay, pull it out again. There we go. So let me just show you what happens when I just turn the unit on and off normally with the power plugged in. So I'm going to plug the power in again. Now I'm going to turn the unit on with up and down, held down. 
Okay, so now the unit's on, all right? Now if I turn the unit off, holding it up and down together, okay, I get a long vibration to turn with the units off. Okay, and that's with the power still plugged in. So just keep in mind that the power state of when you plug the power in and take it out is in some ways independent of turning the unit on and off via the up down arrows held down together so i've already mentioned the fact that you can adjust the automatic shutdown timer so i'm going to turn the unit back on again with up and down held down together if i press space bar and press the left arrow and release it gives me two short pulses so that tells me that the unit is in the default standby mode which is 10 minutes if i want to change that i can hold down space left arrow that's three pulses so that means my automatic shutdown for the orbit right is now set at 20 minutes and if i do it again space bar and left arrow and then release that's four pulses we'll shut down after 30 minutes and if i do it one more time space and left arrow held down together and now release one single pulse is standby five minutes space and left arrow and release and that's back to 10 minutes and then now if i just want to check i use space and left arrow without holding it down release and it tells me what the current setting is let's do tips for orbit writer initial operation as i've already mentioned pair the unit to five bluetooth and one usb device and these are referred to as channels so you've got channel one two and three which actually goes with the braille keys on the keyboard one two and three and channel four five and six which goes with the braille keys on the right the default channel when you turn this unit on funnily enough is going to be channel one but if you wanted to change to a different channel, then it's basically this sequence. Space bar plus left arrow and then plus channel number for one, two and three. And then space bar plus right arrow and then channel four, five and six. If I do space, left arrow and then press one. That gave me three short pulses for channel one, which tells me that I've got nothing connected in channel one because I just wiped them out before this demo. If I had a previous device already synced up to channel one, if you like, or paired to channel one, then it would actually vibrate twice to let me know that something's up there. So if I want to switch to channel two, I do space, left arrow, and two. And again, three long pulses because nothing's paired to channel two. And you guessed it, space, left, and three. Okay, so that's channel three. Now we go to the right-hand side of the keyboard. So space, right arrow, and four. Okay, channel four. Channel five, space, left arrow, and five. And channel six, which is USB, space, left, and six. Now, it only did that twice because, as I said, the sixth channel is a dedicated USB device channel. So there's nothing about pairing to do with that channel. All right, so that's just how to switch between the different devices. If you want to pair a channel, so if I do space, left arrow, and hold down one, it's just vibrated once, which means I've now put channel one in pairing mode. All right. If I hold down space, left arrow, and two, 
I've just put channel 2 in pairing mode. So the trick here is to be careful between your space left arrow 1, 2, 3 or space right 4 and 5 channels because if you hold it down too long where it vibrates once, it's put that channel in pairing mode which means you've just lost your pair, your previous paired device if you've got one for that particular channel. So let's pair it to my iPhone to get us to start it. So I'm going to turn the unit off from scratch again. So I'll turn it off now. I'm going to turn it back on again. All right, so I'm going to put it in pairing mode. I'm going to do space, left arrow, and hold down one. And by the way, I've still got it plugged in via USB as well just to keep it charging for the moment. I'll take it out in a minute. I'm going to grab my iPhone and let me open up voiceover settings. So open voiceover settings. Here are the voiceover settings. In, in speaking rate. So let me just flick down to Braille. Speech, Braille, button. And one finger double tap on Braille. Output, eight dot. So we've done down the bottom of the screen with four finger touch at the bottom. Orbit reader, zero, zero, three. There's the orbit writer all ready to pair. And that last number you heard it started to read, that's the current serial number of my orbit writer. So if I now double tap on it. Orbit reader, two, zero, Braille tables, one. Okay, it's actually now paired. So if I come back to my orbit writer, and I press cursor right. Status cells, button. Braille tables, one, button. So it's pressing left arrow. If I press right arrow. Status cells, button. Equations use Nemeth code. Off. Show on screen keyboard. On. I'm Turn just pressing cursor pending. right at the moment. On. Word wrap. On. Alert display duration. 3S. Ignore chord duration. 0.5S. And so on. So left and right works fine. If I do a... I'll go through these commands in a minute. If I do a home command, which is space and H, of course... It's gone back to my widget stack because I've currently got running on iOS 14 better at the moment. So if you know how to use a Braille display with a Braille input keyboard, uh, such things like the Orbit Reader 20, for example, or other Braille devices such as what I use, the Braille Edge, then you've basically got an idea of how to use the Orbit Writer straight away. There are some extra commands to do with the cursor keypad for the Orbit Writer, but basically, if you know how to use a Braille input keyboard with other devices, then you've got a really good idea on how to use the Orbit Writer with the spacebar and chord commands, because basically they use the same chord command set. So simply to get started, you can do space, one to flick left, also to move to the previous item, you can do space and four to flick right or move to the next item. And you can do space and three and six to perform action or a one finger double tap. And that's what basically the left and right arrow does. And in the middle, the select key is your perform action command. So that's the one finger double tap function using the cursor pad. And of course, up and down, I'll get, again, I'll get into this in a minute or two. Up and down will actually move or action your current rotor item. So if I was to turn the orbit rider off now and turn it back on again, because I previously have it already connected on channel one, so that's space left and number one, then it's going to reconnect automatically. So it'll give two pulses basically when it reconnects if it doesn't reconnect which sometimes happen with bluetooth devices you can always lock and unlock your ios device and see if that actually reconnects the bluetooth device or you can force a connection by simply going back into accessibility voiceover and braille and of course double tapping to force a connection with the orbit writer xxx for your serial number if i change my channel on my orbit writer 
tap. So if I do space left and two, whoops, sorry, it always does that. <laughs> that was it recognizing that I'm doing something with the orbit right at. So it's now on channel two. So if I press left and right, nothing's happening. But I know now that my channel one is set to the orbit writer. Channel two is still got nothing on it. So let me just show you this. So if I now press space left and one, okay, it just gives one long vibration because it's already connected. So if I now press left and right, the cursor pad, messages, music, Messages, Safari, phone, okay. All right, so let me just turn the orbit writer off. So I'm going to do up and down. So I just want to show you something. So you heard the blimp sound out of my iPhone, long vibration means it's off. I'm going to turn it back on again. All right, so before it reconnects, I'm going to quickly do space left and two. So three long pulses for channel two, which means there's nothing connected there yet. So space left and one. And that's only two pulses, which means I've got a device that's been previously paired to channel one. And if I wait long enough, sometimes it takes up to 10 seconds, it'll pair. Now, I'm not sure in this particular demo at the moment, but with iOS beta 14, sometimes the reconnection doesn't happen straight away. So if I press left and right now, okay, it hasn't reconnected. So what I'm going to do, let's just try what I just said. I'm going to lock my phone. I'm going to unlock it. And there we go. So you heard the orbit rider vibrate twice. So now if I grab my orbit rider, put my phone down, and then press right arrow. Safari, messages, music. Message, safari, phone, okay. phone, new items. It's reconnected again, so I didn't actually have to go into accessibility, voiceover, braille, and manually try and reconnect the override. It did it straight away. Now, before I get onto the basic voiceover commands, okay, so if I do space and left arrow, okay, it's just told me the current setting for the auto shutdown, which is 10 minutes. Now, if I do it again... Page 1 of 15, adjustable. What it's also started to do, it's taking it as if I'm pressing the cursor key normally without the space bar in it. So it's actually moving the cursor, which can get a bit confusing if you also want to change the vibration intensity because that's actually space and right arrow, which we haven't covered yet. So if I do space and right arrow once... That's moving the cursor to the right, but it's also told me the current strength of the vibration, which is two, which is medium. All right, so what I've normally find is to adjust the settings. I normally put the Orbit Rider on a non-active channel, so I'm going to do that now. So I'm going to do space, shift, and two for channel two because nothing's active and if i press my left and right arrow keys nothing's going to happen so now i can cleanly change my auto shutdown or my vibration intensity so if i do space and left arrow okay that's two for my shutdown period nice and clean if i now do space and right arrow that's two vibrations for medium. And, of course, the same deal with space and left arrow for auto shutdown. It's hold down space and hold down right arrow for a second. Okay, and that's three very powerful vibrations. So that's high intensity for vibrations. If I hold down space and hold down right arrow for one second and then release, it's a very soft vibration. Okay, so let me do it again. I'm going to hold it very close to the mic, and you can hear what the vibrations sound like. So I'm just going to do soft first. I'm just going to do space and right arrow release it quickly. 
that was soft vibration, which is actually quite soft. It sounds loud because I'm holding it. it sounds loud because I'm holding it near the microphone. So space and hold down right arrow this time, and then release. That's medium, which is by default. Then space and right arrow held down again. Release. <laughs> That's quite loud vibration. So space and right arrow held down again. Release. That's soft. And then I'm going to put it back on medium again. So space and right arrow. Release. That's medium. And then, of course, I want to check the intensity level, space and right, and quickly release. And that's the medium intensity. I can check that. All right. So then I can just put it back on channel one. Safari. And I press my right arrow and there's Safari. It's ready to go again. So that's how I tend to do it. All right. So I said I'd get onto some basic voiceover commands for you. And keep in mind, as I said earlier on in this podcast, I'm actually going to cover other stuff to do with Android, Windows and Mac later. But um, they'll definitely be in separate podcasts. So you can choose what you want to listen to. So let's go through some basic voiceover commands and again if you know your braille input keyboard on other braille displays i've already said you know how to do this so top of screen is space one two three Music widget stack. ABC Radio now, that's gone to my widget stack because I'm actually using iOS 14. So let me just come off that with the right arrow on the cursor pad. FaceTime. Bottom of screen is space 4, 5 and 6. Music. You go to the previous item, which I've already briefly mentioned. It's space and dot one. Messages. Safari. Phone. Page one of wallet. And by the way, what I'm doing here is I'm not releasing the space bar. I'm holding the space bar. I'm pressing dot one. So I'll do that now. Space bar and dot one again. Camera. Photos. Calendar. Monday, the 7th of September. Okay, and to stop, I don't have as many uh, items on my initial home screen here because I'm using iOS 14, so it's gripped all my other apps together uh, at the end of all the screens. All right, so I'm going to do space and dot four. Next item to the right or right flick, i.e. space and one was flicking to the left. So I'm going to hold down the space bar and I'm just going to keep pressing dot four. I'm not going to release the space bar. Calendar, photos, camera, wallet. Page 1 of 15, adjustable, dot, safari, messages, music. Okay, and there we go. If I want to scroll to the next screen, scroll to the right, to get to the next screen to the right is spacebar and O, so dots 1, 3, and 5. If I do it at the moment with the voiceover cursor on the dock, um, and again, this might be an iOS 14 one, it's not going to move it, so I'm just going to cheat and touch the middle of my screen. Wallet. All right. So to, to scroll to the next screen, it's space and O, dots 1, 3, and 5. Page 2 of 15. Page 3 of 15. Page 4 of 15. Valley, page 5 of 15. Okay. And to scroll back, it's OW contraction, so space 2, 4, and 6. Page 4 of 15. Page 3 of 15. Access Okay, note. and a course to go home, which I've already mentioned. It's space and H to go home. Dots 1, 2, and 5 with the space bar. Double tap to a home. Music. Widget. Stack. ABC and that's Radio back to my music widget stack Weather. on my home Weather. screen because, again, I'm using iOS 14 beta as of this recording. All right, so to go to the app switcher, you press the home command twice. So that's space and H. Dots 1, 2, and 5 twice. App switcher. Settings, active. Okay, so that's settings where we just were a while ago. So I can either press left or right to go forward or back, or I can press space and dot one and space and dot four to go backwards and forwards. Now, this is something that I didn't mention before, but if you press down directly on the cursor pad, 
it doesn't want the the key doesn't want to move that action. It, it wants to move down and out as if you're pressing arrow keys or a paddle on like a controller. Because if I press down directly, have a listen to how hard this is. As this sounds. Music active. Okay, that was me pressing left Actions arrow. Available. I'm now going to press down and out. Messages at coffee link. Okay, you might not notice the difference audibly, but it definitely is different. I'm going to press down on the right arrow key directly down. Now I'm going to actually press down to the right. Okay, even the feedback sounds slightly different. Otherwise, you'll think the cursor pad's not working properly, which caught me out. And of course, to activate an item, I can either press select or do dots three and six. So let me just check where I am. I'm just going to do left arrow. Settings. Yep, settings, and now I'm going to do space and three and six. (laughs) No, I don't. Okay, so I'm now going to press space and H to come back up. So the previous and next rotor option is space five and six to go clockwise, or space two and three to go counterclockwise. If I do that now on my rotor, I'm going to do space and dots five and six. Handwriting, characters, words, speaking rate, volume, audio ducking, punctuation, sounds, hints. Okay, and I'm going to do space two and three to go back counterclockwise or anticlockwise. Sounds, punctuation, audio ducking, volume, speaking rate. Okay, so I'm currently on speaking rate. So to adjust the current rate setting, if I press space and dot six... 50%, 45 40%, 45%, 40%. Okay, it's going down. If I press space and dot three. 45 50%, 50%, 50%, 60%. Okay, it's going up. So let me just put it back down a bit with space and dot six. And of course, I can also use my up and down cursor arrow on the cursor pad in the middle between one and four. So I press up arrow. 60%. 65%. Press down. 60%. 55%. Okay, that works beautifully. So, of course, if I rotate it around to character, so let me just keep going anti-clockwise, so space in two and three. Words, characters. All right, so I'm going to go right character by character, and I think I'm on FaceTime. So if I do space and dot six. Tab F. Yep, F. A. C. E. T. I. M. E. That's beautiful. And we can go back with space and three. And then, of course, the trick I was also doing again was I kept holding down the space key while I was pressing 6 to go right or 3 to go left with using the current setting on the rotor, which was going character by character. So that's your rotor option. If I want to get to the status menu, it's space plus S, i.e. 2, 3, and 4. And, of course, I can just use space and 4 if I want. Wood Eyes End, 1042. Orientation locked. Location tracking on. And to go back, space and dot one. Okay. Orientate, 1042. Wood Eyes End, Telstra Wi-Fi call. And of course, I could have also used left and right arrow two if I wanted to. So I'm going to press home to go back to the home screen. Okay, which uh, there's back to my widget. All right, to get to the control center, it's pretty easy. It's space and middle C, so dots two and five. Favorites. Master bedroom, David's electric blanket. Button. That's just focusing on my home kit devices. I go top of screens as space one, two, and three. Airplane mode. Switch button. And then I'm just going to use my right arrow this time. At mobile dot Wi-Fi Bluetooth show medium iPhone. And then left arrow. Okay, and come out of that mode. Maps, widget, stack, image. And to get to the control center, it's not N, <laughs> in case you were wondering. It's space and dot four and six. Space, 
Okay, and that's fine into the notification center. If I go top of screen, so space one, two, and three. And then use my right arrow. Monday, the notification center, clear. Outlook, 33 minutes ago. And so on and so on. So space and H again. Maps. Okay, so that's how to get into note, into your control center and notifications area. My favorite command out of all my voiceover commands is the magic two-finger double tap to start and stop audio and, of course, to also answer and hang up a phone call. And that is space and one, five, and six. So if I do that now, that's ABC Radio playing here in Sydney. And do it again. I've stopped it. So again, on, off. Another really handy command that I always use, even on my normal QWERTY keyboard and my Braille Edge keyboard, including this one now and my Orbit Reader 20, is the find command. So, of course, that's space in F. Enter search text. And I can just type in phone. P-H-O-N-E. Phone. Five new items. Okay, and there's phone. And by the way, I did space and E for enter for that one. So that was space and E, which is dots one and five. Let me just select the phone app. Selected. One of two. Let me just turn down the bottom with space four, five, and six. Voicemail, five items. And I'm going to do, I'm not going to use my cursor because I'm just going to do space and dot one to go to the left. Keypad, tab, four Okay, and space and three and six to select. Phone number, text field. All right, so because what happens now is I want to show you that I can actually make a phone call using the actual Braille keyboard. So if I do space and question mark so that's space and dot two three and six braille input contracted i'm changing my braille input keyboard okay so this is the keys that i'm going to be pressing on the actual keyboard to interact with my in this case my ios device so space and two three six again Braille input six dot. So Braille input six dot. Braille input eight dot. Braille input eight dot. So I'm actually going to type now the phone number for my banking system. So I'm going to type in one. One. And you can actually hear it typing now. Text field three six two. Okay. And if I just jump down the bottom of my screen. And go back. Okay, and there's my call button. Excuse my other phone talking in the background. So space three and six. Welcome to IMB Direct. You have seven options. For telephone banking, press one. For home loans and reverse mortgages, press two. For personal loans and credit cards, press three. Okay, now because I'm still in computer bra mode, I can press 1, which is dot 2. Thank you for selecting telephone banking. Please ensure you enter your details slowly to allow us to assist you via this service. Welcome to IMB's member access line. For automatic account balances, transactions and transfer between accounts and to use our BPAY facility, please press 1 or to activate your... Okay, and I can put in number 1 for account details. So I'm going to press 1 again, dot 2. Please enter your account number followed by the hash key. Okay, so I'm going to put my account number in and I'm going to actually pause the recording while I'm doing this. And then hash is number sign, 3, 4, 5 and 6. Please enter your member access code, followed by... And I'm going to put in my password at the beginning of it, and then hash symbol again. The current status of your account is as follows. And I'm going to pause the recording right there. First, everyday account balance is... 
And of course, if I now want to hang up, I can now press space and one, five, and six. So if I do that now, and I've just hung up, and that's gone back to the widget option on my iOS 14 home screen. Let me just do space and four to go back to FaceTime. There we go. And if I want to put myself back in normal computer braille, space. Two, three, and six. Braille input contracted. And I'm ready to go again. I normally leave myself in computer braille. So let me just go back. Braille input six dot. Braille input eight dot. Okay. Now, what I've done also with my settings with the Orbit Rider, remember you can actually now add in custom keyboard commands for voiceover. So I've got a custom keyboard here, which is my ER contraction, which is dots 1, 2, 4, 5, and 6 with the space bar. And that's going to actually launch Siri for me so I can open up notes, so I can type in using the Braille keyboard. So I'm going to do that now. Space 4, 5, and 6. Open notes. notes. And I'm going to go to the bottom of the screen with space 4, 5, and 6. New note button. There we go. New note, and I'm going to press select this time rather than pressing space three and six. Note text field is editing. Character mode insertion point at start. And that's going to take the power out because it's getting a bit fiddly here. There we go. That was me taking the power out. So let me type in the T H E space quick Q U I C K space quick quick B R O W N space brown F O X space fox jumps J U M P S space jumps O V E R space over the T H E space L A Z Y space and then dog D O G and then full stop all right and space space all right so let us do space five and six for our rotor. Handwriting, words. Okay, and now I can do space, and I can even do dots two and three to go back to the left, space five and six to go to the right, or app arrow to go back to the left using the cursor pad. Dot full stop, lazy, over, jumps, fox, brown, quick. Okay, and then I'm going to press down arrow. Quick, brown, fox, jumps, over, lazy. Full stop. So let me do one thing at double tap. I'm just going to press select rather than doing space three and six. Insertion point at start. Now I'm at the start of the file or what I've just typed in. So I'm going to change the rotor around to character. So I'm going to do space two and three. Handwriting characters. Okay, and now I'm going to do den arrow. T H E space Q U I C K space B R O. W-N space F-O-X space. Okay, that was me pressing down. I'm going to press up right now. Space X-O-F space N-W-O-R-B space K-C. Okay, and if Charlie. I wanted to do it by the keyboard, it's space and six. And I'm going to hold down the space key and just keep pressing six. C-K space B-R-O-W-N space F-O-X space J-U-M-P-S-O-V-E over the space L A Z Y space D O 
Yeah, what I've noticed sometimes is that the buffering tends to slow down a little bit. So what I tend to do then, I tend to then, for example, now if I switch back to word mode, so I'm going to do space five and six. Handwriting, words. And just go back up. Lazy, lazy. And then I was on dog, so I'm going to do space and two and three. Handwriting, characters. And that is space and six. Space, D-O-G, full stop. Okay, and I can tell the buffering's clear again. So that may happen occasionally. As new firmware comes out, the text entry has always it's been noted as a bit of an issue, but it definitely is getting better and better. And finally, let me just show you what this is like to read on a web page. So I'm going to go to my home page. And let me go. Okay, and I'm going to go down the bottom. Space and one. Okay, now this is the scroll area, so I can do up arrow in this case. Page two of fifth, page three of page four of page five, page six of page seven, page eight of fifteen, page nine of fifth, page ten of fifth, page eleven of fifth, page twelve of fifteen, page thirteen, page fourteen of fifteen, page fifteen of fifteen. So I'm just going to do left arrow to come back off that. VA cast. I see. And I'm going to bring up my podcast IC, which is my normal podcast that this demo is going to be on. So I'm going to press select on the cursor Disney pad. Is editing. And top of screen, space one, two, and three. Link. Image. I'm going to cycle Image. around, space Hand five writing. and six to headings. Characters, words, lines, text selection, speaking, volume, audio, duck, punctuation, sounds, hints, language, activities, braille screen, containers, headings. Okay, and I can go up and down heading by heading now with space and dot six to go down. How to adjust tactic time speed on your Apple Watch. Heading level two, link. A run through of the iPad Pro 11 inch magic keyboard with trackpad and voiceover. Heading level two, link. Why I keep using the Mac slash Apple stuff rather than Windows slash other stuff smile. Heading level two, link. Demo and discussion of the Arcan HD8 RV29 kitchen desktop smartphone stand. Heading level two, link. Demo of the double or triple back tap function in iOS 14 as a beta three. Okay, and if I want to go back, I can do space and three. Demo and discussion of the Arcan HD8 RV29 kitchen desk. Why I keep using the Mac slash Apple stuff rather than Windows slash other stuff. Okay, and of course, I can also use just the normal up and down arrow on the cursor pad. So if I do down arrow. Demo and discussion of the Arcan HD8 RV20. Demo of the double or triple back tap function in iOS. Go back up up arrow. Go by headings, of course. Why I keep using the Mac slash Apple stuff rather than Windows slash other stuff. And then if I want to read by I can just do space and dot four. The reason why I use Apple products is that it is all well integrated with everything that I use for both home and work the mac the apple watch the apple tv the ipad the ipod touch and of course the iphone i've been using a mac now for 15 years and ios for 11 years okay or of course i could just use normal right arrow one thing that has always stood out for me with the mac is that as a person who is blind i can completely troubleshoot or reinstall the os completely independently without sighted assistance Okay, and there we go. So navigating with this keyboard is absolutely amazing. I absolutely love it. All right, so space and H to go home. I see. And I landed back on the IC hyperlink that I've got a shortcut to on my home screen. So I'm still on page 15, so I'm going to do space and H again for home. Home, Siri suggestions, widget, stack. And I'm on Siri suggestions since I just left Siri. So I'm going to do right arrow to go back to FaceTime calendar on my normal home screen. So by the way, I probably didn't mention this at the beginning, but uh, screen reader wise, the system will actually work with voiceover on iOS devices, including the Apple Watch. And I'm pretty sure the Apple TV, but I'll check that in another demo. Voiceover on the Mac. 
And then, of course, on Android, it's TalkBack, or on Samsung, it's Voice Assistant via the Brow TTY. Then, of course, you've got support in Windows for NVDA, JAWS, Supernova, and Narrator. And then you've also got support on Fire OS, Chromevox, and Linux. So there we go. I think that will do me for this introductory demo. It seems to have been going for quite a while. I've been having basically too much fun using this keyboard. Price-wise, in US dollars, it's $99 US. Um, I think that translates at the moment. The exchange rate to Australia is about $134 plus shipping. Uh, as I said earlier on, you can buy a case, which I do tend to recommend you do. And, of course, a case will set you back. I think for the basic case, it's about $4 US. And I believe for the leather carrying case, it's about $14 US. Uh, the word is here in Australia, as I do this recording, that Vision Australia will be getting the Orbit Writer into stock. So as soon as it happens, I will let everyone know either via my Talking Tech show or another demo or on my Twitter feed at D Woodbridge. But in the meantime, as I always say, thank you for listening and bye for now. And I'm pretty even, thorough. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. You're going to buy me one, Dave? <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I'm just kidding you. <laughs> that's, that's not a bad keyboard. It doesn't sound like it's horrible. What's that, JR? I'm sorry. I said, it doesn't sound like a horrible keyboard. It sounds pretty good. The only thing that I noticed um, that it wasn't doing with a, with a keyboard, and I just tuned in late, so um, like with the last two minutes, so... I noticed he wasn't doing, like, uh, reading the whole, like, whole sentence. I mean, he was reading a whole sentence, but he wasn't reading, like, the next sentence. Well, he was only demonstrating. He couldn't have time to demonstrate everything that it can do, to, uh, JR. The- right. No, because, it, but it will. It, I mean, it'll it'll read anything you want it to. I mean, as far as that goes, because it's... It's a pretty good price for what you're trying to do. And Joe has his hand raised. Would you like? Would you like me no. to get him? Go ahead. Can you unmute yourself, Joe? Oh hi. Is this just quick? I, I was shocked. I, I didn't know that was Joy Scanlon that passed away. But sometime maybe Tim, I can call you up, and I, I want to do a small tribute either for a service sometime or. She was an innovator. She took the rights of blind people to a new level and fought against the, uh, the old guard of what was Minnesota Organization of Blind, which is really so interesting. Thank you, Joe. Oh, that's good. Thank you, Joe. I like about it is it's real small, and it um, you can use it without having to dictate, like if you're out in public or whatever. So it's real easy to carry with you. And can, for those, I, I didn't get the price on it, but... but uh, $99. You can't go wrong. That's I spend, I spend more on other things. <laughs> You spend Dinner? way more than that on on certain things we know, Jeff. And uh, Chris Devon is coming in from the waiting room. Okay. I'm just going to have a display. It's too big to sit in your pocket and carry it with you. Oh, it'll fit right in your shirt pocket. Or your purse. Or purse. Anywhere. <laughs> it's very Sometimes small. it's just nice if... I'm, the, I'm sorry, there's a 614 area code. Do you know who that is, Bill? That's probably Shirley. Go ahead, Shirley. 
just have a very quick question because I tuned in late. I got the impression you guys were playing a podcast. Um, can somebody tell me where that podcast might be available or what it's called that I'm looking for or whatever if I want to listen to it? Because I, I got that unit and, um, you know, I'm slowly learning it, but I thought that was would be very helpful to listen to. It's done by David Woodbridge. I honestly know. Um, We did not do one. We were going to, but because Tim had already, I mean, not Tim, uh, Doug had already done a live version on the coffee club. We didn't do a demo, but we did find one done by David Woodbridge. Oh, so Doug did one recently also? On the coffee club. It was not recorded. It was live. It oh, was live. oh, oh, okay. I understand. And, and if you go to Google and you look up David Woodbridge, he has a website, and you can go to his website, and you can find You'll anything get about every him. Podcast. About his... It's through Vision Australia. Yeah, I'm familiar with who he is, kind of. So, Okay, yeah. I really appreciate it. Thanks a lot, guys. And the reason we did it was because we had some people on the panel that had questions. So, and we were having internet trouble. <laughs> yeah, a, sometimes you can't win with the internet, right? It's a nice unit. I, I like it. It's very light. It looks really, honestly, I think it looks cheap, but it works, and we haven't had any trouble at all with it. And we have two of them. It works very well. Well, it's almost time to wrap it up, I think. Uh, thanks, we don't, we don't have to be worried about worried about uh, Tim's show, though. Nope. <laughs> what about it looks cheap? Do you think? What's that, Jenny? What about it looks cheap? Oh, it's very lightweight and plastic, and it it just feels like nothing. I mean, it's just very very light, but you know. That's nice in a way because it is light, and if you carry it around, it's not going to put any weight on anything you've got. And it, like I said, it works really well. It's what it was designed for. It's what it was designed for. Bill, do you have a question? Yeah, Bill, unmute yourself, Bill. Yeah, real quick, that was a great demonstration, but I had to, I had to kind of chuckle to myself. Because the sentence he typed in to demonstrate typing the character, that that sentence is at least seventy nine years old. I used that sentence in, in typing class in nineteen fifty one. Well, maybe he <laughs> did Because if you don't, if you realize that sentence uses every letter on the keyboard. I did that in typing back in the late sixties when I was yeah. in high school. Right. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I had a chuckle because this guy's from Australia, and I said, "Oh." He typing in the sentence has been around for 79 years that I know of, right? So, I just, I just chuckled. I had a chuckle when he did that because yeah, it's, good, it's a good way to check out all the keys. Right, right, because it does use every key, even on the typewriter, anything uses every key on the keyboard for the letters. Yep. We used to type okay. that. Now is the time for all good men to come to the aid of their country, or something. Like oh, yeah, that, that was another one too, right? That yeah, was another one. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. but it works. It, it works for right. men. Yeah, it sounds it sounds like something interesting. I mean, it's especially for I mean, people who maybe want to get on a bank site or and be able to push all those buttons real quick, and you know, there's right, there's reasons right, right. for everything. Right. It sounds like it worked great for people who couldn't really type on an iPhone. 
you know, if you didn't really do the type of something really long, right? That you, like a long email. Well, that's true too, right? Long Can email I, there, message. There is a way to convert your iPhone into a braille braille writer. Oh, I know there is. I know there is, right? Yeah. But, but, it's just, but it's I mean, it not real. Like, oh, it said not doable. I've never tried it. I know it can be done. That's really I didn't say it wasn't doable, but it's not real. I'd like to convert oh. my iPhone into a robot so it would cook and clean for me, but that's not good. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> get you, get your Roby or whatever you call those things. Thanks, Bill. It'll, it'll Rosie, park, Rosie from the Jetsons. Yeah, that's it'll, right. It'll, it'll, even, it'll even park itself and empty itself for you, too. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. A, thing for, a thing for Chris and Dave, or at least Chris. The other day, real quick, I was looking on Speak to Me catalog. You know what, you know what that is, right? That yes. Thing is, okay. The other day, they have a new, new thing they just got in. The home, the, the bread-making machine for 84 bucks. You put everything into it. It mixes it and does everything, and it bakes it, and then when it's done. Does it talk? Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't, they didn't, I didn't go into it. I just saw it and read about it in real Normally, real Speak to Me stuff does talk, at least some. Right, right. Because yeah, I, I, checked that out. I knew that Panasonic made a talking bread maker, but then that went off the market years ago, so if it's back again... Yeah, well, this, this, no, this, this is called, uh, I want to say like Beamer or Teamer or something like that was the name of the company. I don't the, the bread machine, but... I mean, it was 84 bucks, and it was just, it was under their, what they call a rive section, new stuff they just got in, you know. And and if you don't want to bu- get, you could buy the bread mixes already, you know, assembled. Oh, yeah, you. right, right. Yeah, yeah, but this, yeah. but this one, this will make pizza dough, it'll make, uh, I forget what all I made. It made a whole bunch of stuff. You could do stuff in this one machine. And That's it bakes pretty it right cool. In. I'm getting hungry right. already. Yeah, yeah, we 80, like that cool stuff. Right, eighty-four bucks on there. And on their I don't bike. really know how much I would use it, but for eighty-four dollars, that's not too bad. No. Right, right. Well, I looked at it too, and my daughter yes. said, "You want a bread machine?" I said, "No, not really. I don't make it. I don't make bread anyway." And, and, anyway, think really, about it, it this way: an ounce of bread is fifteen carbohydrates. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. But you know, right, it, know. It, would, it would cost you more to use to make to use the bread machine in a way. I mean, if I buy a loaf of a loaf of white bread at the store, it's like a dollar, dollar twenty five or something. Yeah, like that. but it's not it's not homemade. I well, see. Well, depends on the bread you buy and where you yeah, buy yeah, it that's from, right. because some it's three or four dollars bread. here. Yeah, some bread is horrible. And Jenny right. said you shouldn't eat white bread anyway for some I reason. Will, I don't actually. I, I, I eat rye bread. I, I never eat white bread. I'm, like today, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have a sandwich for lunch, but I'm going to put it on a bagel. So that's you know. Oh, with cheese too? Oh, you don't like cheese, right? Yeah. I know Chris doesn't like cheese. I like oh, cheese. cheese. Oh, yeah, you like cheese? Okay, yeah, I love cheese myself. That's my downfall. Cheese. I can. And no, I wouldn't have cheese on my bagel. <laughs> <laughs> Cream <laughs> cheese. And I, if I was no. with you, Chris, I could show you the bagel the bagel cutter I bought. It's kind of like your English muffin thing, but it cuts bagels, and it works very well. Jeff, is the other day, was cooking French fries, steak, and salad. Don't say that too loud. People people might, might get, get the wrong idea, Bill, you know. Right. <laughs> you, you, you're killing my secret here. I haven't had a steak in so long. Well, there's uh, Delmonico's up on Central Avenue, don't you? Yeah, but I'm not at work. <laughs> That's true. I'm, I'm stuck at home. Well, I'm not stuck here. I could leave, but... We're having chicken today. I had that yesterday. Awesome. Chicken, chicken and steak chicken fries. Chicken fries. I wish Cracker Barrel would deliver to me because I like their chicken and dumplings. Um, they don't have their chicken right now, at least not here. Not the bone-in chicken, anyway. I think it'll come back after the turkey dinner leaves, after the holidays. I hope. Ah. 
Oh, yeah, that, that Cracker Barrel fried chicken dinner. That was good. Yeah. I had that. Yeah. But the dumplings and the chicken I had there a few weeks ago was excellent. Now, they do still have the Sunday chicken, which is, you know, boneless. Yeah, but I like some bones in my chicken. So where do you right. get Cracker Barrel delivered, Chris? Is that on your Grubhub app? Is that on DoorDash? We don't have Grubhub here. Uh, it's on DoorDash. Okay, see, so it's not here for, for us because it's too far away from where we live. Yeah, so. that's the thing with me with in, with uh, even with Instacart, I can't do Best Buy because oh, it's too Mike far away. Oh, Mike came on here and he wanted to tell people that Instacart now takes the. What's that kind of card you use with your food stamps? EBT. EBT, yeah, EBT. They take that card now. So yeah. So how does that work for delivery, though? It just they do this. They you put in your code, Jr. Yeah. Same way credit card. And it may not be at every store because I know what, when I looked yeah. at the price chopper when I went on Instacart, it said, and I wanted to do the payment. It says it does not take EBT. So it yeah. it also may depend on the store. Fifty-four minutes or more. Yeah, but I was just I was thinking about how does it take the you know the delivery fee? Oh, more than more than, than that because it's I I don't I'm not on food yeah. stamps. Yeah, I'm I not either. I'm not either. So. I'm, not, I'm not either. So I don't know unless yeah. you have to pay cash to the delivery guy. But no, they won't take cash. That's that's you, not how it works. You may okay. have to have some kind of card in there for just that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, but. That's other you want to keep going until 12, you want to keep going to lunchtime, Bill? You can go to yeah. 12 o'clock if you want. Yeah, no. <laughs> we will go away. I will admit to well, I, I, know you, I know you went away. I think, well, at least my Google, my Google, Google dot stopped, so I haven't, right, right, I haven't rebooted again. So I think I we're back up. Yeah, everything is working fine now. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. And it was nothing that we did. It was a Comcast outage. Oh, we got to get a different company. Yeah, we we would like to, but they don't, don't, don't give don't you like, much. Time. I don't like Comcast. My my son-in-law has Comcast. And he's always got trouble with that. I got uh, Ubers. I've never had a problem with it since I put it in. Um, but you don't have a cho- choice here. Yeah, well, we yeah, live in, it, we live in Albany, New York, and the capital is just you can't you can't control your broadband provider you have because there's only one. It's it's either it's Spectrum. That's it. The, Okay. That's, well, that, that's one thing here in Chicago. I can do Comcast, Uverse, Direct, Infinity. Oh, there's a few others, too. I yeah, think right. I can get yeah, it. All right. Thank you, Bill. We got one more. I'm not trying to cut okay. you off, but we got one more that's person's right. hand raised. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead, Fran. Okay. Um, I just wanted to, if you have uh, an EBT card and um, they do a delivery fee, um, they want you to put your regular credit card in, and they take the delivery fee off of that. But what I do, because since I use Walmart quite a bit, is I pay a certain amount of months, and I get free delivery. So um, then I just put, they, they send you to, uh, once you put your order in, they send you to another secure site, and you put in your PIN number, and they have all the numbers kind of scrambled up, so you have to find your PIN number and, and you know, and put it in, um, and then it just goes from there. It's real easy. But I didn't know that Instacart was doing that now, too. Yep, That's just started great. on and, Monday. And our local grocery store—I just heard from a friend of mine—that um, our local grocery store is going to start having that too. The one that the store that I had so much trouble with—they're <laughs> going to start having it too. So this is all good. But I, I just wanted to let people know how it works. Yeah. Um, if they need to do that. Hey, that's what we're. I'm, 
our our mission is here. Keep saying my internet connection's unstable, so. Oh. Oh. Anyway, and thank you so much for that or, uh, Orbit Writer um, demo. He I almost sold me one. Yeah, he almost sold Gary one. Yeah, so. we'll, we'll we'll keep going, <laughs> and who knows what we'll come back with next week. Yeah, because I'm one of those people that's not good at typing on the screen. Gary types on the screen very well, but I'm not good at it. So this is just perfect for me. Well, we'll we'll keep going. You have a good week. Everyone right. have a good week, and we'll put the plug on this. And remember, tomorrow night we've got a featured special from NBC. It will be recorded, and it will be on the All Things Radio time and we'll see you back there we'll see you back here next wednesday happy new year talk to you everybody have a good day happy new year guys happy new year everybody happy new year from the two of us